Hello everyone and welcome back to More Knowing Wheel, episode 51, where today we're here back ready to preview the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix from the Imola circuit. Of course, as always, I'm joined by Jamie183. How, how are we doing, mate? I'm doing well, yeah. I'm sure you're doing better than me since uh, you've got plans this weekend coming up. Yes, but, I yeah. do. <laughs> we'll get onto that a bit, a bit later, I'm sure, but how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm not. It's it's weird that you're asking me how I'm doing for once. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not too bad, mate. Like I said, got big plans this weekend. Really, really looking forward to that. But even more looking forward to getting into the podcast. You're being joined by you uh, oh, yeah. once it's again. <laughs> it it certainly certainly is. But episode fifty one of the podcast. I remember last year when we did our Amelia Romagna Grand Prix preview. Jamie, do you remember that podcast? No, I I don't think so. No, did you do? didn't use the right microphone. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it was the, I think it was like the third podcast we did, and yeah, you forgot to use the well, right microphone. So you're As long as my mic's horrendous. correct today, we're already on a better foot than last year. <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd like to think in 12 months we've made a bit of progress uh, on this podcast. But as always, though, we'll quickly get into a couple of bits before we get into it. As always... If you aren't already and you haven't checked out the F1 merch store down below, there will be links to that. You know, if you want to get Formula 1 merch, maybe you're heading to Imola this weekend and you need some Ferrari, you know, some Charles Leclerc merch so you don't get murdered by the Tafosi. Check out the F1 merch store. There'll be links down below. And obviously, if you click using those links, you massively help support the channel and the podcast as well as check out Bybit. I've now actually got a... You won't be able to see this if you're watching this on Spotify, but I've now actually got a chair, Jamie, with Bybit written on it. Ridiculous. So, obviously, there'll now be sort of information on the screen, but if you're interested in $10 free worth of crypto, if you deposit $10 with them using my links down below, uh, yeah, that would be massively, massively appreciated as plus. well. You've got to be 18 as well, yeah, Jamie, remembering that one for me. But, Jamie, back at Imola this weekend, if we'd said this, what, two years ago now, it would have been absolutely insane. It's kind of weird, isn't it, that Imola's yeah. kind of shoehorned its way back in permanently. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised, really. I guess the fan base in Italy, especially now, will be very good since Ferrari are back. But even before that, it's it kind of fell onto the calendar by chance. And obviously, it already cancelled races in 2020. And it wasn't particularly good, the very first one at least. And it somehow ended up like carrying on. So there we go. I'm. I mean, I like the track. It's. I think it's. It's not massively suited to modern F1, really. No, um, no. it's a bit too small and. Uh, yeah it's quite hard to overtake obviously um but yeah it's it's got good history obviously so yeah i'm sure it'll be an exciting race and it looks like it might be raining again like it did last year yes i don't know if you've seen that i certainly going. have <laughs> take your raincoat and your umbrella just to I, be sure i will definitely be taking a raincoat and an umbrella yeah i think what everyone kind of forgets about imola isn't it is it actually probably makes more sense geographically than monza to be fair because ferrari are just down the road from imola Mm. Alpha Tauri are just down the road. Oh, excuse me, from Imola as well. It actually is a lot closer to a lot of the motorsport in Italy now. I don't think either of us are. I, I, I don't have a um, a PhD in Italian <laughs> geography. I don't know if you do. No, I don't. I've been to Monza though, so I guess that, you have been to Monza. Yeah, yeah. that's so something. We're, <laughs> we're going to have ticked off both Italian Grand Prix circuits. Yeah. I mean, if I only... didn't go for a race. I went for when the race should have been, but it wasn't. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, not not quite for Jamie. But no. yeah, like like he's already confirmed though, I am heading to Imola this weekend. I'm really, really excited for it. You know, let me know uh, down in the comments below as well, obviously, if you're heading to the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix. You know, if you, if you are going and you see me there, please do say hello. I won't bite. I might get a little bit scared, but I will try and say hello as well. Uh, you know, if that's something you guys are interested in. Um, but... Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. You know, there's a lot of history around Imola as well. You know, I want to go see sort of the Senna Memorial, uh, the Roland Ratzenberger Memorial as well, of course. You know, it's it's a track with a lot of past, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah, definitely. And it's not actually changed that much, other than a few extra chicanes, from how it was then, which is quite cool. Yes, so, yeah. In, yeah. When it came right back to, to Formula 1. Well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't know if you've ever seen footage of the proper old circuit, though. That was kind of wild because it did literally go through like the sort of this small town of Imola, right. <laughs> sort of around the circuit as well. But yeah, it was a wild circuit because it was just incredibly high speed and stupidly obviously dangerous, stupidly dangerous. And they had the proper old school curbs as well everywhere where they were like oh, nice. the size of normal just like curbs you see on the side curbs of the road. you find in like Manchester somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Formula One has come a long, long way. Uh, since then but like you said though the last well last year's grand prix was pretty exciting wasn't it 2020s yeah. wasn't so much but it did see daniel ricardo pick up a podium yeah his second podium for Renault and last podium for Renault. yeah yeah i was gonna say his last podium but no he won a race didn't he yeah so yeah it, it's a, it's an okay track i'm sure if it's raining as well that'll obviously throw a spanner in the works yes yeah in a normal race scenario it's not the best circuit for overtaking or for good racing but the drivers love it i love how like traditional type circuits where you make a mistake and in the grass or in the gravel that's always a bonus so that's good now you said about how obviously imola is not a particularly good track for racing i'm not so convinced this year i mean most of the moves of course will come on the run towards turn one but yeah. I, I mean, the last couple of years, we sort of saw cars being able to get close towards Telman, weren't we? And then they were losing yeah. a lot of ground around the track. I wonder if this year, whether we're going to be able to see them stick a lot closer through the Ravatsas and then yeah. be able to get a good run out of the final corner with the DRS. Hopefully so. Um, I think they almost got DRS bang on last year in terms of length down towards Turn 1. Because yes, yeah. you kind of had to actually make the move in the braking zone. I much prefer that than just being well ahead before the sailing past because, yeah yeah so hopefully if the dirty air isn't too bad then they can follow through the final two corners which are quite mid-speed and then yeah get it down to turn one get side by side bit of good racing for stopping could force hamilton off the track again uh yeah <laughs> just trying to stick that knife in there bring slightly. that one back again <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah i have not forgot Verstappen can't race wheel to wheel with anyone it's it's well known um <laughs> yeah but the, i mean uh, the buy bit sponsorship said otherwise yeah yeah they might do they might do <laughs> um yeah looking though towards the weekend though jamie first sprint race back as well yeah which i we, we said it at the time it got announced it's a bit of a weird choice to me um because as we said there's no guarantee it'll be brilliant for racing uh, i don't really know why they pick whatever tracks they do pick obviously like Brazil was quite an obvious one for the overtakes. Yes, so also yeah. last year was quite an obvious one as well because it's like what is the first big event in terms of fans and stuff. So that made sense. But yes, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I I mean, interested to see how it goes. Um, but I'm yeah, like, I mean, yeah. it should be good fun anyway. 
I think this is the problem still, isn't it, with the sprint races? Obviously, they've retweaked the point system this year, but it still doesn't justify making a risky move in the sprint. Because no, obviously like one point between each thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't really make sense to take a big risk there. And then obviously, if it goes wrong, you just completely ruin the entirety yeah. of your weekend still. But like we said, you know, if cars can stick a bit closer out of the final corner, you know, we could see something interesting from it. You know, it was like a really, obviously, the two good examples from sprint races last year was, of course, Hamilton, who was just yeah. on fire throughout the entire Brazilian Grand Prix weekend. And then I think the one that's kind of forgotten about to a certain degree was obviously Alonso at Silverstone yeah, using yeah. those soft tyres. Getting on, what, six places before? It was, like, yeah, one. four or five, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Craziness. And then just holding on to it, or trying to hold on to it for the rest of the race. Yeah, yeah. So if we see something like that, then yeah. And especially if it's raining, that would be really cool because obviously or, like, it's a huge variation. Yeah, even if we get a changeable conditions qualifying session that sets us up for a mixed up sprint grid. Yeah. That's what we kind of need, isn't it? You, the sprint races only really work if things are a little bit all over the place anyway. Don't yeah, because when all the cars just qualify in the right order, there's no reason for them to overtake each other because no one's quick enough to overtake the car in front of them. So you kind of want a mixed up qualifying or you want a changeable conditions race where teams are going to be faster than they were or slower than they were in qualifying yes yeah but yeah hopefully one of those two things happens otherwise it would be a bit processional but we'll have to wait and see exactly exactly there's always a lot of questions uh when we get back into it of course the other big discussion over the last few weeks though jamie has been you know whether we're going to see mercedes bring an upgrade package or red bull bring an upgrade or a reliability package uh in <laughs> red bull's case you know red bull aren't quite as reliable as their sponsor by bit i'm just going to sneak that one in there um well, hashtag ad <laughs> Um, but there hasn't really been much discussion this week, has there? About there's been no sort of big announcement no. from any team bringing a is, big package. It's the first European the race, so it's traditionally this is where you bring like the B spec almost, or the first big upgrade at least. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting that no one, no one seems to be either showing their cards or no one seems to bring up any upgrades. Which, yeah, especially for teams like Mercedes and teams, arguably McLaren, like teams that should be doing better than they are, based on the previous season. They don't seem to be wanting to make that that much headway in terms of upgrades. Yeah. So potentially yeah. it might just be they've not announced them yet because it's only Monday as we record this. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm you, sure you by think... the time this podcast has gone out, oh, the yeah. four teams will announce something and Red Bull have worked out where their <laughs> yeah. car can fly because Adrian, <laughs> Adrian knew he's just a wizard. Yeah, um... turn the wings upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, obviously... We wonder, like you said, Mercedes, I think, is the big one, isn't it, that we're kind of focusing on yeah. about these upgrades. Obviously, they ran a huge amount of sensors, didn't they, in Australia? Something mad, like 1.6 kilos worth wow. of sensors. So I wonder if they're just kind of holding back this weekend, still trying to process all the data they learnt from Albert Park to sort of get it sorted properly, whether, you know, that's sort of Spain or Monaco or something like that over the next few race weekends but we'll have to wait and see won't we yeah yeah i think i was chatting to a friend today actually like i think mercedes will be running races by the end of the season yes i don't think yeah. they'll do it early enough to have a shot at the title to be honest long season but though it is a long season yeah i'm thinking like 2009 almost i Obviously, was just thinking not, the same thing it's not as bad as that mclaren was no um, right no. now but by the end of the season, Hamilton was often top three on pace in that McLaren. Well, Hamilton in the second half of the year scored the most points, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. It was him and Kimi, and they were both yeah. not in particularly brilliant cars. It was just the fact it was him and Kimi when yeah. Kimi was still incredible yeah, yeah. as well. Back then, they were probably the best two on the grid back then. 
So, well, they were the two most recent champions, weren't they? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we said, obviously it's a twenty-three race season, though. We're only three races in. You know, George Russell has been pretty consistent early on. Hamilton, mm. with the exception of uh, Saudi Arabia as well, has done pretty well. Yeah, it is I just think it's it's cool that they're not out of it yet, which I think a lot of people potentially everyone's kind of just be. just oh, everyone's just saying it's Charles Leclerc's world championship. Like, we're three yeah. races in. It's not over. Ferrari can fumble this and will likely fumble it somewhere. Yeah, they, it's been so long since Ferrari had a genuine shot at a championship. Well, not Especially, that long. Well, 2017-18, wasn't it? But they yeah. fumbled both of them. They haven't had like a serious proper go at it, arguably since 2012. I like, would argue 2017-18 were proper yeah. goes at it. The, the end results made yeah, it look yeah. a lot worse. But even so, they fumbled both of them. In 2012, they were fairly good it was just the car really wasn't there 2012 um, yeah the car wasn't fast but it was reliable but, yeah and, and Alonso like, was on another level yeah he was in terms of like team performance they didn't make any errors where 2017-18 they kind of did yes. so it's been a while since Ferrari ran flawlessly like the likes but, of the the Braun days or Braun, yeah. like Ross Braun the 034 stuff yeah but there's a there's a good chance it's still Ferrari in the day like 12 months ago they were the laughing stock so it's very possible for them to just mess something up or bring an upgrade that slows the car down like they have done in 2017 or do do something like reliability could be an issue. Leclerc could start making mistakes as we've seen him in the past. It's a long way to go. It's not over yet. And it's cool that the likes of Russell, Perez, Hamilton all probably would think they have a shout still. Yes. Um, yeah. I love the fact you say Russell, Perez, way. Hamilton, but not well, Verstappen. Goes, he goes without saying, doesn't he? He's obviously going to have a shout. <laughs> but it's cool that other like if we have those six drivers including science as well up at the front that'd be so amazing because like it's all well and good last year we were treated to an absolute jewel but if suddenly you have a bad race and you're finishing sixth that's so much worse than having a bad race and finishing second it could be 2010 vibes couldn't it yeah sort easily. of four drivers going into it but i think we'd very quickly see wouldn't we you know sort of leclerc hamilton verstappen Sort yeah. of that top three battle, and then the other three kind of trying to pick up the pieces where they can. Yeah, yeah. Though I think Checo this year has been pretty good at Red Bull, to be fair to him. He, he's, like, he's gone almost... under the radar, hasn't he? He's been closest yeah. qualifying out of any driver pairing. Yeah, and he's had a pole, which we forget about in Saudi. Which Verstappen hasn't. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, no. this is the thing, isn't it? Perez this year, he's actually had some say on a Formula One car for Red Bull and as Russell well. as well. Like, Russell's been doing better than people give him credit for as well. Obviously, he's Very had a championship, yeah, a podium, yeah. and outqualified Hamilton at Saudi as well. So, basically, well, the same as Perez. But it is, yeah, performance. Only Leclerc and Russell are the big sort of drivers that haven't had a bad race so far. Yeah, and that's why he's up in P two. And I mean, he could easily sort of hang on there for a few. A bit like I always forgot last year how long Lando was P three in the championship. Yeah, right up into Hungary. Like after Britain, I think he was third still. Yeah, yeah. It was mad yeah well we'll wait and see though about that it's it, like we said it's a very very long season yeah. there's still 20 <laughs> races to go of the campaign however jamie as well f2 and f3 return this weekend yeah which is gonna be fun you've got a uh action-packed time on the track. i've got a busy weekend <laughs> yeah, i kind so of I think, didn't realize that? uh i'm gonna have a look at my google calendar real quick and see when the race is happening let's have a look so yeah we've got f2 very early on Saturday morning. Well, that is early. Sprint race at 10 to 8 yep. in the morning. <laughs> and this is UK time. And 
feature rate at half at 25 past nine the uh on sunday morning so yeah, yeah didn't realize it was quite that early but i'll probably be getting up for them um i'm sure you will be i and hopefully will be remind me who I've, I've completely blanked on who's winning the championship at the minute i want to say drogovic no porsche oh, yeah, is, it, it is drogovic isn't it yeah, yeah. But no one's been that consistent yet lawson i think has been pretty good about a dnf in one of the jedi races yes yeah um, yeah championship wise then at the moment drogovic is on 45 then it's lawson 34 and richard Vashore on wow. 32 points yeah. there with vips porcher deruvela armstrong boshung jay hughes and owasa rang to be fair i think if you're looking at the actual serious title contenders you've probably got lawson porcher and vips i would say I would not count out Drogovic. I don't. Yeah, I think Drogovic, especially in the MP, he's very comfortable. Drogovic and MP, well. yeah, it's just such a weirdly brilliant combo, yeah. isn't it? It doesn't make yeah. any sense why it's that good. It just is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's. I don't think it's the the best grid in the world this year. In no terms of quality. Um, we'll get onto a bit of silly season later, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, if anyone does formulate an early season push like a domination. It could be Drogovic, for all we know, but I think they'll be knocking on the doors of some some of the teams. But I don't think it'll be that much of a uh, a silly season this year, really. In F1. No, but F2 no. is always exciting. So if you don't watch it, get up early. It's worth it. Exactly, exactly. And F3 as well, of course. That's going to be exciting back this weekend as well. You know, we've kind of got a taster of that in Bahrain. But Imola in a Formula 3 car is, I mean, it's a combo of not really the modern Formula 3 car, but a combo I've done and I've raced in a fair few times. And it is very very good fun but you know we'll wait and see about that as well though but it's going to be an action-packed race weekend from the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix let's get into other discussions then this week Jamie now if some of you weren't happy with us last week with our review of Sebastian Vettel's Australian Grand Prix so if you weren't happy with that <laughs> maybe now is probably a time just to mute the podcast for a just couple of minutes click on to the next timestamp <laughs> yes yeah um, there's more and more talks, though, isn't there, Jamie? That could this well be Sebastian Vettel's last year in Formula One? I think it's it's going to be his choice, which I think is always the best for an older driver. Like, I don't see Aston Martin replacing him particularly, just because Aston don't Martin think don't want to. They want to yeah. sign early for a new deal. Yeah, because like, obviously, their car performance isn't really there to be like attracting other drivers to want to replace Vettel. So I think it'll be his decision, but it is, a, it is a shame to see him just messing around at the back in the ninth fastest car, or arguably, well, it's 10th in the championship now, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, not scoring points at all, and maybe never scoring points this season. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I think they'll probably scrape a couple. I Aston mine will, surely. Yeah. If Williams can get one in the first three races, Aston have got 20 more chances. So yeah, I don't, I mean, I, we, we've said it before, we don't really rate Aston Martin's drive line that highly. Um, but yeah, obviously Stroll's got that seat for as long as he wants it until Lawrence pulls the plug. Um, and Sebastian, yeah, I don't think he'll get forced out. But if he if he's just bored of driving around in seventeenth place, then I don't see why he wouldn't leave. Problem is, I don't I don't really think there's that many candidates to replace him with. So yeah, um, be a weird one. I guess the yeah. obvious one is Oscar Piastri, isn't it? But yeah, you kind of I just have this hope and belief in my eyes that Oscar Piastri can basically end up anywhere in a Formula yeah. 1 car if he needed to. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure, you know, maybe you could see Mercedes try and push Fred Vesti there, something like that, down oh, the line. he's not good enough. He no, isn't, no. you're absolutely right, but <laughs> you never know still. Um, 
Yeah, I think for Sebastian though, isn't it? You know, first year race of the year, obviously couldn't race. I just am wondering more and more because the thing is with Seb as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Like we said before, neither of us are big fans of him as a driver. However, I think we can both completely appreciate how valuable he is to the sport. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's what statistical top five, isn't he? Yeah. So fourth on the all-time win list still. Fourth. Yeah. Third. Third. Um, He's third, third still, no. isn't he? Yeah. Is he ahead of Prost? Yeah, he must be. Yes, yeah. 53 to 51 yeah, or yeah. 51 to 50, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely valuable for the sport. Obviously, been around for like well over a decade now. So, well, pretty much almost a decade and a half. Yeah, it is a decade and a yeah, half. Yeah, 15 isn't it? years, so, yeah. Yeah, he's, and he's obviously got a huge fan base, which is why we annoyed some of you last week. Um, yeah, I think him and Hamilton are kind of the last of the old guard almost. So Looks at Alonso. Oh yeah, sorry, Alonso's still here, isn't he? <laughs> I forget about him. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually mad. 2001 is dead. Yeah. It's crazy. Alonso Fair spent play, half his Hanley. life in F1. Yeah. Or so, nearly, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a shame the day when it comes that he leaves uh, Sebastian, but I don't think it's that far away. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But I think, again, isn't it, like we said, you know, Seb is a huge fan of the sport. I think if he decided to leave racing, I don't think he would leave the sport entirely, you know. Again, like we said, we're neither of us are massive Seb fans, but for me, it's just him rattling off every world champion. Amazing, yeah. was just incredible. Like, most diehard F1, I mean, we couldn't do that. We, we could do pretty well. But not even we yeah. can sort of reach that I, I level. Could, I'm pretty sure I can get all of them, but just not in order. Like, no way. I'd miss out a couple, I can say. I yeah. can get all of them backwards to the early 80s, and then so you get back into the 70s, and mine gets it's a bit foggy mess. here and yeah. there. Um, but that was... The fact he just did that on the spot like was kind of insane. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, whether we'd sort of see him... I don't know what... The problem is with Seb as well. I don't know what he would do in Formula 1, because I can't see him sensibly getting into a position where, you know, I can never see him being like a race steward or anything like that. No. And I think that's just because he's so vocal about how much he loves Ferrari. Um, could <laughs> I could be see him an doing what, doing what Schumacher did when he first left. Which um, was? Uh, just sit on the pit wall, really, and be like advisor or something. Oh, sorry, you meant his Ferrari career, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, whether where, where, where would he do that, though? Would he want to be an advisor down at Aston yeah, Martin? Could he go back to I, Red Bull to do that? No, I don't think he, he would, He could be at Red Bull. They still... I remember... I, it might be fake, but when... Um, there's a thing saying, like, when Seb got binned off from Ferrari in 2020, like, Red Bull got on the phone just to make sure he had something. Yes, like, Obviously, they yeah. weren't going to him a drive. Um, but, yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of love there for, for Seb still in the Red Bull, Red Bull garage. Yes. So I can yeah. see that, I think. But yeah, let us know what you think in the comments. What's Seb going to do if he's not racing? Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, like we said, he, he could go into, you know, like Pundit or something like that. You know, Rosberg style. Because the thing yeah, is, yeah. as well, what a lot of people forget with Seb is he is just very funny. Yeah, he's a really cool, like, nice guy to be around as well. So I'm sure he'll find a way. He'll find a way in life to stay involved in F1 in some degree. Yes, yeah. And this leads me on, Jamie, to a bit of a bonus quiz question I've got for you oh, today. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, of course, the other big discussion with Sebastian Vettel is, you know, he's, he's got a family. You know, he's, yeah. he's got three kids, everything like that. Can you name the two other current drivers with kids? K-Mag has a kid. Yep. I 
think Checo does. Perez? Spot on. I'm oh, kind of annoyed how it. quickly you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew Magnussen did because his kid was at the paddock in one of the races this year. Yes, yep. Yeah, K-Mac and... has one daughter and Checo has two children. And Checo, when he won in Sakir, he was like thanking his family on the radio. So yeah. Yes. There you yeah. go. Smashed it. You have smashed it. Fair play. You <laughs> genuinely did better than I thought you would uh, yeah. with that one. And of course, Nico Hulkenberg also has a child, but he doesn't have oh, a yeah. Formula 1 seat. And Well, he, he's done more races than Seb this year. He so. has done more races than Seb this year. And Max Verstappen has Daniel Kvyat's kid. Yeah. <laughs> Stole his uh, drive first and then moved on to other things. <laughs> so. That was so badly worded. <laughs> um. Yeah, going on though to our next point then, Jamie. We, we, you mentioned it briefly there. Fernando Alonso is talking about re-signing for like another two to three years. And I don't know how I feel about this. I love it. I think Fernando's great. <laughs> I think the only problem is that Alpine have the best young prospect in the whole of motorsport. And they and still want to sign Ocon for long-term deals as yeah, well. Yeah, well, Ocon has a long-term, doesn't he? He has 2025, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's annoying because... Obviously, Alonso and Ocon are both doing pretty well this year. Ocon especially has been under the radar, but I think he's seventh. Ocon always goes under the radar. He's yeah, generally but... stacked up pretty well against Alonso. Yeah, he has, to be fair. But Alonso is also 41 for, or something. Yeah, but so... every race is the best of his career still. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be incredibly harsh to replace either of them with Piastri. But... It's a brutal sport in the day, and Piastri Where can is he such... go? Yeah, it's such a shame, isn't it? They need... We've gone over this so many times. They need a B team. They desperately <laughs> need a B team. Bring back Renault and have Alpine as a B team. Yeah. Come on. Even if you do it Red below five-star, you basically just copy-paste your car. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't see much changing in terms of lineup lineups at all next year across the whole grid. No. I do no. think Alonso will still be around at least next year in 2023. Yes, yeah. I don't I don't know how much longer than that cuz surely he's going to lose it at some point. Yeah. But he's still so good. I he's so good at the minute. It's amazing. I think yeah, this is the problem, isn't it? Like where can cuz I then sort of I'm trying to sort of rattle off other teams, you know, unless Williams are sorted and they don't need Latifi, could yeah. we see Oscar Piastri go there? One like, thing I could see would be Ricardo to Aston if Seb That's goes. something we've discussed before, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Ricardo, a bit like Seb, you know, chases those money bags. Can yeah. you blame him? No, I cannot. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Piastri into McLaren with Lando. That'd yeah, be quite good. That's a possibility down the line. Yeah, I just we desperately need Piastri on the grid, don't yeah. we? It I is... think out of any of the F2 drivers on the current grid... It's still Piastri. Piastri, you, he would smash. Like he yeah. could easily be on sort of. We're 60 talking points. like out of this year's F2 grid, the only ones I can see in F1, like next year, would be Lawson or Porcher. But I yes, don't see either yeah. of them. If I don't Richard Porcher, for sure, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't see. I don't think both of them will be. I think no, if one of them no. wins a title, I think they probably will be. Exactly. Can't you see Jay Anderuvalo with an F1 gig? Oh, no. <laughs> I think the only other one really is Awasa, isn't it? You know, whether they whether he yeah. goes completely Sonoda yeah. style gets but pushed now way too hard. Kind of out of it. They won't be pushing as hard, will they? No, yeah, no, I suppose. I suppose. Perhaps they'll get rid of Gasly and have Awasa and Sonoda <laughs> as their lineup That'd next be amazing. year. I'm Shout not out to convinced it would. By the way. Yes, yeah. Big up <laughs> Kamui Kobayashi. I made a short on him last week. Nice. Um any other sort? I mean, we're kind of already into it now, aren't we, Jamie? Yeah, Any other driver transfer news? 
Yeah, we we're going to make, of. at some point, like a 2023 predictions, but it's basically just going to be the same lineups. There is going to be a and lot I, of the same lineups. I really it? don't see much happening. Like, there's a few different scenarios, like I was saying. I think if Lawson or Pucher wins F2, one of them will get a seat. Yes. Either it, Lawson for Alpha Tauri instead of Sonoda, or uh, Pucher will go to Alpha, and I can see Joe to Williams quite likely. In that case, could F1 You're want to desperate keep a Chinese keep... driver? Yeah, F1 do want to keep a Chinese driver. This is the problem as well, isn't it? We need Andretti, Audi and Porsche getting in All sooner. To turn up, yeah. <laughs> or to actually get on with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than those two things I just mentioned, I don't really think much will change. Certainly not in the top teams. No, year. no. It's really, really difficult, isn't it? We just kind of want to see... There needs to be more seats, and yeah, but I think this is the problem, isn't it? As well, you know, the way F1 fitness has evolved, even over sort of the last fifteen years, has meant that drivers are able to stay at the top of their game for so much longer as well. Yeah, like well into their forties. What Raikkonen was forty-two. Raikkonen was forty-two. Alonso was going to be fifty-eight before he finally decides to call it quits. He's going <laughs> yeah, to try yeah. and break Fangio's record. Still looking for his third title. <laughs> Still looking for his third title in a retirement home. Um, yeah, I think it's just. There needs. I don't really know. It's so difficult, isn't it, Jamie? We kind of don't know what needs to happen, but a lot of things need to fall in place. Yeah. So F one can F one can be good, although it already is. At <laughs> More the seats and less pay drivers. Yes. Yeah. Stay. No. Uh, to be fair to Gu- to Joe Guanyu, I can completely respect. He has done better at the start of this year than I thought he would. Yeah, you put it in twentieth in the championship. I yeah, I did. Um, Absolute clown. He still could, to be fair. And what, you think the two scoring two points? Let's not forget as well, Jamie, um, that he's also been given a bit of a life around the fact that no one knows how these cars handle. So he's kind of been helped, a bit like Leclerc in F2 2017. That's the fact he was able back, to yeah. dominate because obviously everyone was on completely everyone equal Everyone was on a, basically a rookie. So exactly. he was just the exactly. best one. <laughs> yes, my God, he was, wasn't he? That was a ridiculous Formula yeah. 2 campaign. Um we're right. A bit. Do we, 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 are, we are waffling a bit there, aren't we? <laughs> Thinking about Charles Leclerc in Formula 2. But are we going to get into predictions then, Jamie, for Imola? For Imola. Wow. Is we're this gonna, where I say Verstappen's going to win again? We're going to up the ante, though, this week. We're doing pole, sprint winner, Ooh. and top three race predictions. Nice. Two uh, points if you get position. a bang on. One point if you get a. If the good you get thing the about me going first order. is you can't copy me then. So I'm just. Gonna I can copy ones. you, and if you say the right <laughs> thing, I probably will copy you. I would go pole position, Charles Leclerc. Okay. Um, sprint race winner. I'm, I, let me check the weather real quick. <laughs> I'm going to try out on this. I want those points. I think I'm still ahead of you right now. So it's you good. are ten to eight. I want to say. Yeah. Weather, Imola. Let's have a look. It's still all over the show, mate. Yeah, I know. It's pretty pretty poor. Let's have a look. We've got... So Friday's qualifying this week, obviously. Yeah. Um, which actually says 90% chance of rain. Yeah. So I may change that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bail. Verstappen pole. Okay. Verstappen sprint race win. Okay. And... I'll go, oh, I don't want to predict Leclerc to win. That's so boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go Verstappen. So you're going Verstappen to get loads of points all this three. week? Yeah, yeah. He's Verstappen on the comeback all three. Trail. Okay. Verstappen win, Leclerc second, Sainz third. Okay. In the race. Right, I am going to take this the other way then. Because oh, I no. think you're forgetting... <laughs> 
just how much better that Ferrari is in the high downfall spits. Nah. So I'm yeah, saying... Red Bull. Red Bull I'm going to say Leclerc pole. Leclerc sprint race. Who do I go for the race on Sunday? I am going to say... Lewis Hamilton. I really want to, but no. <laughs> I'm going to say... Science winner. Ooh, I'm gonna go. Win. I'm gonna go gambles here. Science. Verstappen. Leclerc. I wanted to say, you know, maybe we'll see some fireworks between Verstappen and Leclerc this weekend. It's, but... it's a bit of grit, though, isn't it? When you're already losing. Exactly. So exactly. You're so... just manifesting for yourself a good race, saying that Science is gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, yeah, Sainz, Leclerc, Verstappen, because then even if I even if they don't come together, I might get a couple of points yeah, for yeah. getting them in somewhat the right nice. order. Well, let um, us know what you think in the comments. Yes, yeah, let us know down in the comments below uh, your predictions as well. There are five predictions this week, Jamie. Ten points, yeah, up for grabs if you get these bang on. Anything else to add though before we round this one out? We've kind of rattled through everything quite quickly this week. There isn't a yeah, yeah. huge amount to talk about, is there? I don't think so. Really, it's just a bit of a like preview week obviously and not much has really happened in the past seven days in the world of f1 so no doubt something will happen between now and this going live and yeah this coming live yeah. i've probably something's already been announced so i double check yeah, twitter yeah. quickly before we it. finish off <laughs> i don't think so all right um, we're all good well there you go let us know what you uh what you're predicting for the race um next week's podcast will be coming live from imola I should be home. I'm coming home early Monday morning, so I will be back for next nice. week's podcast. And you'll still be drenched from the uh, Italian rain. I still will be drenched from the Italian rain, because apparently but that's it's better, it's better than Manchester rain, so there you go. Yes, very, very true. <laughs> um, yeah, there we go, though. Don't think there's anything else to add, though, this week. Thank you all so much for listening slash watching. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you leave a like and get yourself subscribed. I never even plugged the Spotify at the start of this oh. you know if you watch this on youtube go check us out on spotify as well and yeah we'll be back next week then reacting to how i predicted carlos Sainz's first ever formula one <laughs> race win it's gonna be good